The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Carmen Lasso Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us here on the show. We got Demi Lachey in here, riding solo for the morning for today. I guess so until Kwame shows up. Last night it was an ugly game. Last night, ugly football game. It was funny because the guys were just talking about it right before I jumped in the studio, jumped in the seat. But yeah, such an ugly game last night. I mean, I, I really didn't even want to watch it. And it was uh, the football game I talked about that we were talked about yesterday um, between the Rams and the Bucks. I mean, yeah, I really didn't want to tune into this, but. I did anyway, for the heck of it. Rams came out on top, in which at first, you know, it was pretty dominant. Then they let pretty much, yeah, they let Tampa Bay back into the game, um, in which, you know, Jamie Winston finally found a groove and finally, you know, found something to work with. But it was a little bit too late, a little too much, too much too late. And, you know, when you got James Winston throwing the ball 50 times during a game, that's, that's not a pretty good outcome. Even though, you know, Doug Martin had a pretty steady running game, but they just couldn't get nothing going offensively until the end of the ball game there. But, you know, the Rams pulled it out. They kept it close. They pulled it out. Todd Gurley, 21 carries, 48 yards. Eh, it's not too uh, not too awesome. It was funny because like, he, he had my pitch, especially going into this game. Um, I believe these two guys are the front runners of the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year in the NFL, and that's James Winston and uh, Todd Gurley of the Rams. And, you know, well, this is a pretty good matchup uh, between the two to, to really solidify and I think stand out. And I don't think any guy really stood out. I mean, James Winston, he got stuff going, you know, pretty late in the game. Um, but nothing really, like, stood out. You know, no guy, I, I mean, absolutely, you know, Ty Gurley really couldn't get anything going. But, you know, James Winston, he didn't show me any promise either. So I think we're going to go into a whole nother week still debating, still, you know, thinking about offensive player of the week. And or for the rookie of the year um, on the offensive end, but you know, I was, the Rams they, they came out dominated the the first half there, and you know Tavon Austin was looking you know fabulous. Case Keenum, you know he didn't turn off the turn over the football. He kept the game pretty steady going for the offensive end for the Rams, and they just kept scoring. The defense came alive in that first half. Um, you know, f- caused the turnover for Jamison and the boys, but. Then the second half, it was just a sloppy game. I was very disappointed. I mean, Mike Evans, I mean, they got, you know, Tim Bay have him. You know, he looked tremendous throughout the game. He just couldn't get in the end zone. But at the same time, I mean, nine catches, 157 yards with 17 targets. I mean, literally, James was looking one way the whole time. And then as soon as he looked the other way, you know, he completed each and every pass. It was crazy. It was, at least it seemed that way. And, you know, they just could not find a groove and you know till like it was too late too late in the fourth quarter sloppy football sloppy football game I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. I know I paid a lot 
of attention to some basketball last night. I don't know that. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, the rivalry, quote-unquote. You know, I'm throwing up my quote signs because this rivalry kind of died off, you know. Um, it died off so much, like, we didn't even talk about it yesterday. We didn't even, you know, have a build-up story on it. It was not, you know, a topic of the day. It, it was just literally, like, it wasn't, you know, what it's supposed to be. I remember, what, about four years ago, four or five years ago, these two guys, I mean, this was the most watched NBA final series in a very long time. This is what everybody wanted, the new up-and-coming and LeBron's, you know, first title when they went up against the OKC Thunder. You know, OKC finally found a groove. They had James Harden at the time. They had, you know, Russell Westbrook, Ibaka. These guys had a great team. And, you know, led by Kevin Durant, all the way into that finals matchup against LeBron James in the Miami Heat at the time. But everyone, I remember during that time, everyone wanted to see that matchup, no matter what. I was literally, like, watching the screen during that finals matchup or the Western Conference Finals matchup, like, demanding, like, screaming at the game, watching, making sure that, you know, that we see this matchup. Because, you know, basketball, that's what it's all about. It's all about the rivalries. I mean, nobody, no one wants to really see a team, you know, in that finals sequence, but we love to see two individuals at their greatest. You know, at their great time, you had one guy up and coming in Kevin Durant and a guy that was already established in LeBron James. But we wanted to see that matchup for a reason. And we love to watch, you know, two guys duel it out. Everybody, you know, Magic and Bird. I think it all started then, you know, back in the 80s, probably before then. You know, everyone wanted to see those two superstars and to get their teams to the championship. That's just sports, you know. You want to see, you know, the two top-tier guys lead their teams, lead their way. But I believe that rivalry has, has you know, went around and, and really just shut down. I mean, it, it's, it didn't shut down as bad as, you know, LeBron and Carmelo's rivalry going, you know, when they both get drafted in 03, you know, that that just stopped after the rookie season, you know. It it wasn't that bad. But I remember they used to show that primetime games, show that Christmas games and, you know, LeBron versus Carmelo. And, you know, that's, that's Melo's fault. He couldn't keep up. But then, you know, Kevin Durant comes along putting up 30, 40-point, 50-point games, guys shooting from 30, you know, knocking down shots like it's nothing, like he's just in an open gym during a game. And then, you know, we wanted to see this guy go up against LeBron. That was the greatest finals, you know. Even though, you know, pretty much Miami dominated the finals, of course, but at the same time, that's what we want to see. That's great basketball. Everybody's ready to see Kobe and LeBron, you know, in the finals. When Kobe was in, you know, the late tier of his prime years and LeBron was up and coming, everybody wanted to see the match. Even LeBron even wanted it. He even came out and apologized, you know, um, after Kobe made a statement of him retiring this year. LeBron was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, don't, don't apologize now. I, I'd rather for you apologize then so that way I would have got over it quicker. Like, now it's like, oh, now you know. You even, you know, it, it just made me upset when he even stated, you know, that's, that's my fault. That's my bad. Of course, we all knew that. We wanted you to say that then, not now, because that's what we want to see. We want to see two great guys as sports fans, as basketball fans, we want to see two great guys lead their teams and play one another. I mean, you walk in any barbershop, any, uh, you know, any place you work for, that's what everyone was discussing. And at school, everybody was talking about LeBron and Kobe, LeBron and Kobe. And then we never saw it in the finals, you know. Only time we could see it was, you know, if you stay up late to watch 
you know, in the East Coast, stay up late to watch the game in out West when they go travel to L.A. Or when, you know, Kobe and, them and the boys came out to, to Cleveland or Miami. You know, that's the only time where you could see that, where you'll watch that game. But it was literally like that was the setup for these two guys to meet up in the finals. Well, it was more hype going into the All-Star game, an exhibition game, than it was the finals. And this rivalry, let me go back to the rivalry between uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. I mean, they, they kind of built this upon themselves. You know, they go to the offseason working out with one another, you know, helping each other out, giving each other dab. So much praise and love between the two, which is awesome. I mean, that's just a new era of, you know, basketball and rivalries and where we're at today in today's society. You know, they don't, like, necessarily hate each other like Magic and Isaiah, but you're going to show each other love. I mean, these guys were working out with one another in the offseason. Two competitors. That's hard to say, you know. That's hard for me to do. I know when I was competing, I did not want to work out with, you know, someone from, you know, another college or another, another rivalry school. Hell no. I'm working against that guy. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, what is he doing today that I'm not? What am, what am I not doing today that he is, you know? That was just how it is. But for these guys to do it against one another, with, with one another, which is crazy. It was, you know, it's something else. And it's kind of sad to see that rivalry kind of, you know, dwindle down because of injuries, because, you know, LeBron James doesn't know what he wants to do. Kevin Durant, always, you know, injured now. We don't know, you know, he can't play a whole season. I would love to see this rivalry pick back up. I mean, last night game was tremendous. You know, the Cavs coming out on top, 104 to 100. But, you know, in between the game, you know, you love to see the, that, that matchup, seeing these two guys go at one another. One, one fan that probably hate, hated the matchup, you know, hated watching this game, was Ellie Day, you know, Jason Day's wife, professional golfer. Jason Day's wife gets knocked out and gets carted off the court last night. It was pretty scary scene, you know, when you got a you got a big boy jumping in the stands, like literally going, you know, body free right at your head. That's that's that's, that's something you got to think about. That's something you got to worry about for sure. Knocking, you know, a smaller woman in Ellie Day, you know, out of her seat. You know, that's nothing LeBron could do. He was just hustling for a ball. But man, lady, you you gotta like watch where you're at. You know, you gotta know your seating. Anything can happen when you're sitting that close. I'm not saying this is this is wish upon you, but you gotta make sure, you know, you're ready to get out the way. I hope she's doing better. I mean, to get Carter off the court as a fan, that's not what you're going to a game for. You're going to game see see to see a great matchup. And it's funny, you know, that's that's the headline of the game was how LeBron James knocks over Ellie Day in the fourth quarter, you know. That's the headline. It was a great basketball game being played between the two um between the two teams last night. And that was the topic of the story is LeBron James knocking out Ellie Day, Jason Day's wife. That's that's insane. That's funny to me. That that over that overshadowed a great game last night. That's your number one topic. I can't take it. But between the two guys, I mean, I would love to see this rivalry pick up. I remember Christmas, like that's not even a Christmas matchup anymore. Now it's Steph Curry and LeBron. Which I, you know, I hey, I have nothing to complain about that matchup. But LeBron and Durant were the two superstar guys. You know, eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number to call in. Join us on the show. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we're going to discuss more basketball. You know, it was another game played last night. 
lot of football coming up this weekend. Bowl weekend is kicking off. Some college football bowl games. You listen to the Kwame Last of the Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a Get ready for our annual holiday gift guide as we go hunting for the holidays this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Joining the boys will be Dave Matheny from Salinger Shop, Jenna Waller of Skullbound TV, World Fishing Network's Larissa Switlick, Joel Weens with WSI Sports, and our very own Mrs. Bunny. From new firearms to suppressors, optics to base layers, we'll cover it all to help you outfit that special hunter in your life. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, this right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Hey, welcome back. Welcome in to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show. Demry Lachey is here in studio riding solo for the day. Kwame should be calling in here soon. He, he told me he was going to call in. I'm not feeling too well. I'm actually feeling a lot better. But I'm still not at 100%. I'm kind of disappointed in myself that my immune system getting pretty weaker. As I get older, but I'm not a big fan of that. I used to be sick for like one hour. Kick back in and I'm good to go. But now I'm like, man, this this is giving me a headache a little bit. You know, I don't sleep, but at the same time, it's like, man, this thing has to go. You got to go. So, you know, first segment, discussing LeBron James, Kevin Durant matchup last night, and how in the world, I mean, where did this where did this rivalry go? You know, Kevin Durant, Still has been in the NBA. We know he's had a ton of injuries, but 
I mean, he he's still with the Thunder. He still is playing professional basketball. Why is this rivalry has died down? You know, these are two great guys going at one another. You know, in the NBA, this is great for the NBA. Russell Westbrook had a tremendous game last night. Twenty-seven ten assists. Great game last night. Ten of eighteen shooting. But it's pretty disappointing, you know, in seeing where this rivalry went and dwindled down to. LeBron James almost had a triple-double last night. I don't think they counted one of his rebounds. They probably gave it to someone else. They probably gave it to uh, Mozgov, you know, just because. But he had, you know, 33 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds. Just dominating performance. And this is not only his first time, you know, his first go-around. This is his second one in which, you know, back-to-back games, you know, he's ready to make sure – you know, his name is being brought up as the MVP status. He, It's that time of season I think LeBron is ready to get things going, especially with that huge matchup on Christmas Day uh, next Thursday, next week, I should say, um, against the Warriors. And, you know, everyone has marked this, marked this day, marked it on their calendars and making sure, you know, this game is being watched. One guy I want to talk about real quick, you know, with the Cavaliers is Iman Shumpert. It's pretty disappointing, you know, that a guy with so much talent has to deal with so much injury. Of course, that's that's sports, that's his lifestyle, that's what, you know, what kind of he signed up for. But he just didn't know it. But at the same time, I mean, this guy has so many injuries, injury after injury after injury, and it's so disappointing. Like, I was waiting to see this guy's return. He had the new haircut, the new hairdo with the 9-0 on the back of his head. You know, it, everybody's waiting for their superhero Shumper to show up. Come out, play one game, and all of a sudden he's down the next. I'm like, how? Why? Why even come back? Like, if you know you're hurt, then if you know, yeah, if you know you're hurt, then what's the, why even attempt? Disappointing. It was another game played last night. I just don't get, you know, I just don't get my shumper. What do you do with a guy like that? I feel like you deal, you know, you get that guy out of town. And, you know, Cavaliers then gave him some money in the offseason. I mean, last season, I, I feel like he played like half a year, half a season. You're paying a guy to play half the games, and his name is not LeBron, then what's, what's the point of even keeping this guy? I mean, he's not a big point difference. He's a great defender. You can find great defenders. There's plenty of guys right now who, are, who would love to be on LeBron's team and who, are, who was there to defend, who could just shoot the basketball on the offensive end as well. You can find plenty of guys. L.A. Lakers, disappointing once again. Getting destroyed last night by the Dwight Howard. I guess you could say that Dwight Howard, James Harden led um, Rockets last night. Dwight Howard shot ten shots last night, ten of, ten of eighteen, eighteen free throws, sixteen points, fifteen rebounds. Yeah, it was on a quiet end. I, I believe this is probably the last match between Howard and um, I think that, yeah Howard and Bryant, especially being in L.A. during their whole fiasco and. How they didn't get along too well. Um, with Kobe's farewell tour still going on, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a ticket, please get one soon at your nearest NBA arena. I believe this is the last matchup in L.A. for with Kobe and the boys. And, you know, crowd treated Dwight Howard, Coward, you know, the way it should. And all these rumors coming out about Dwight Howard. We really didn't discuss it yesterday. Um, we're supposed to get into it today, really get into it. But I'm going to solo on this one. And Dwight Howard... Speculation about him, you know, jumping ship, getting ready to get out of town. He's not happy. He's ready to move on from Houston. 
I mean, come on. It, it, I mean, where did this come from? He kind of set himself up for this one just because the way he's been playing, you know, since he joined the Rockets. It's been pretty disappointing, you know. Heck, ever since he left Orlando, it's been disappointing. And now I guess there's rumors that he's complaining about he's not getting enough shots in the game. He's complaining that how James Harden, I guess, gets 20-plus shots a game to his, like, 8 to 10 shots. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, of the NBA world, James Harden is a shooting guard. Last I remember, shooting come, you know, shooting guard, shooting. His job is to shoot. <laughs> his job is to shoot the basketball at his position. He's a game changer. The ball is always in James Harden's hand. Who else are you going to put the – who else do you want the ball? Who else, you know, do you want the ball in, the, in their hands on the Rockets right now in their roster than James Harden? I mean, come on. This is Mr. Adidas. This is Mr. Why You Still Following Me. He's a shooting guard. The shooting guard is on a team in position to shoot. That's why it's a position called a shooting guard in the center. Center, you're in the center. Your job is to rebound. Your job is to play defense, block shots, be a force in the middle in the paint. And Dwight Howard, if you had an offensive game, a la like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, the great offensive centers, Olajuwon, then there would be no hesitation of why we should get you the ball down in the paint first and have our shooters on the outside ready to go. This is not Orlando. We're not going to see you get the ball in the post and make up some type of post move <laughs> to get the ball up. No. The Rockets are here to win basketball games, and we knew the Rockets were going to win last night. I don't think we had any. Kobe had a good display. You know, this like once again, this is Kobe Bryant's NBA um, world tour, um, ending tour. If you haven't got a ticket, please get one soon at your nearest NBA arena. Kobe, you know, 22 points. They just look very sloppy. I'm not pretty. I'm Right now, I, I think I'm going to go out and start the uh, – the, the the bandwagon of get move on from D'Angelo Russell. Um, I'm gonna start it now. Right now he's a bus, and I, he, he's a bus moving on forward too. At Ohio State, I love the kid. After you know halfway through the season, but at times you know I didn't see this guy as a number two pick. I didn't see him as a top five pick. Be honest with you, I loved his game at Ohio State. But if you watch the game, the games closely, this guy put his team in some tough situations with the way he turned over the basketball, um, with the way he was kind of matured on the floor. I mean, the ball was always in his hand, so he will make a play and then he will disappoint you at the same time the next possession. But it's basketball; it's college basketball. You get the ball right back, you know, after turnover, what, you know, or whatnot. But you know, he was just so it, it was just disappointing time after time, and the way he came out, you know, last night I felt like, you know, it, he's no rookie anymore. It's it's almost, you know, Christmas time, close to All-Star weekend. I mean, you played, a, you had a ton of games under your belt. You're, you've already been benched before. You know, you're the number two overall pick. Ain't no, you're not an average Joe walking in the gym, walking on our roster, trying to find minutes. We're going to give you minutes. You're in a starting position. You're the number two overall pick. We chose you over Crispus Porzingis. We chose you, you know, in a draft over Jaleel Okafor for a reason. 
pretty disappointing. I would not be surprised if, you know, Byron Scott benches D'Angelo Russell again. Kid shot one of nine, 0 for 4 from three-point range, four turnovers. They had seven assists, but literally, you know, thank God he has a score in Kobe Bryant and, you know, athletic guy with Larry Nance Jr. But, I mean, such a disappointment. He played 26 minutes last night. You shot one for nine. He just looks so, you know, lost out there. Julius Randle, 6 of 15. He still has some maturing to do. He's so close. He plays so hard. 18 points, 10 rebounds last night. That kid plays so hard. And Julius Randle, he's starting to figure it out. He got so much slimmer from last season, and he's not injury prone. You know, he's built to last. But just, just such, he's so close. You know, I think he's almost figuring it out. And, you know, the Lakers are ready for him to go. They're, they're ready for him to, you know, be that guy. You could tell. I love watching Julius Randle push it on the break. I think he still need to get in shape. I mean, the guy was, every time they had a close-up on him on the camera, he was bending over, wheezing. Like, man, bro, you got to get you got to get ready. It's the NBA. It's the NBA, big boy. You know, you want to run the floor and do all this, and, you know, his legs don't look like they're all the way there because, you know, um, some of his shots and shot attempts, he gets all the way down, and he doesn't have that same lift that he did, you know, in the first quarter or whatnot. He's so close to getting in shape. Like, once he gets in shape, I think he's going to be hard to stop. You know, once he figured the game and the game slows down with Randall, he, he he's a little too fast. But this is his rookie year, if you think about it. Obviously, you know, he tore his ACL first game of the season last year. This is still, you know, kind of his rookie campaign. But he looks way better than Russell. He's ahead of Russell, you know, in the rookie standpoint. I mean, D'Angelo Russell just looks so lost. You know, for a number two overall pick, a lot of people are not talking about him and you know, back in the day, you're a number two overall pick. You better be ready to go. You know, I, I just don't get, I just don't see it in this kid. I mean, he's still young. He's still figuring the game out. Still needs to slow down for him. But you know, you you're you're on the Lakers. You're you're always on Showtime. You're always, you know, on. You know, television each and every night, local, national t- TV, playing with Kobe Bryant. His farewell tour. Get tickets, please. Um, you got to come up and, sh- you know, you got to show. I, You know, I wanted to see this guy excel. You know, it took him time at Ohio State to, you know, overall develop. I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know if he wants to be a point guard or a shooting guard. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I just know it's disappointing me and his teammates. And it could have been, you know, some other turnovers as well throughout the game, you know, which some tip passes got, you know, knocked out of bounds. Thank God you know, for that guy. So it's it's pretty disappointing, you know. Week 15 is coming up in the NFL. Or actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, week 15, excuse me. It's coming up in the NFL. Close to playoff time. Three games left for each and every team. Playoffs are still getting decided, you know, especially in the AFC. We got some big games coming up this weekend. Uh, one for sure, even though it's in a losing division. And eight with the AFC South is my Colts and the Houston Texans. Both te- both of these teams are six and seven. Pretty disappointing um, year for the Colts and injuries with Andrew Luck and just uh, you know you make so many moves in the offseason. This team was predicted to be in a Super Bowl. This was that year for Andrew Luck, and it's it's all been a disaster, you know, for this team. 
Patriots are still trying to play for that number one spot. The Broncos are going into the hottest team in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, no shade thrown towards, you know, UKC fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans. You guys are rolling right now, but at the same time, I think Pittsburgh is the hottest team in the NFL. KC has an easier way of getting in the playoffs, of fighting for that position. Can't hate on that. New York Jets are playing, you know, they're playing the last. They have a game tomorrow evening against the Cowboys, you know, Thursday. There's uh, rare to see the guys, you know, play on a Saturday night, but it's going to happen between the Jets and the Cowboys. You know, tremendous game. I think the Buccaneers are putting themselves out of reach now uh, for that playoff position for the NFC. But, you know, the Jets are playing, you know, playing the last. They got a game in Dallas. But we're going to come up with another break here. After the break, we're going to discuss more about, you know, the NFL this Week 15 schedule coming up. You listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey, and we'll be right back. to the pros we we cover everything everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society on all around sports host john inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world including players owners and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today john will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events tune in to all around sports with john inglesby fridays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on the voice america sports channel Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in to Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show, 888-346-9144. It's the number to call in. Join us on the show. Join me on the show today. Demi Lachey, uh, riding this thing solo for the day, for the for the morning on this beautiful Friday out here in the Valley. I think the weather's starting to get back, uh, getting back to normal, starting to kind of, uh, it's supposed to be pretty warm today. It's supposed to be in the 60s. I know last couple of days has been crazy. It's, it's crazy to see what the weather um has been the last couple of days. I remember last year, it was around like in the 70s, around Christmas time last last year. Now it is so freaking cold. I remember, like, I went out last night with a couple friends, and it was freezing outside last night. Like, to the point, you know, I really told myself, yo, I got to go get my jacket. I, I have to go get my coat, not just my jacket. I have to go get a coat. I'm, in, I'm supposed to be in the desert. This is the desert. 
I came here just to wear long sleeves when it gets a little chilly outside. You know, do away with your coats. But I had to really go get a coat yesterday, and it it just surprises me. I'm like, man, I normally, you know, I just normally, uh, last last year, you know, I'm ready to walk outside whenever, and, you know, it's the same, you know, weather. It's supposed to be a little, but last night it was freezing. It's it's more cooler here than it is in, like, right now in the Midwest and the East Coast in, in the South, which is rare, which does not happen, even in California, the whole West Coast. Carmen just told me that they just they fixed his phone. He's a little uh, upset, I guess. Whatever that means, he's not here. Um, <laughs> but it, it it it's crazy to see you know where the weather's at. You know, last couple, especially this past week, last couple of days, it's been freezing outside. Tonight I'm going to a what is this? Paint and brush. Paint and brush. I guess you sit around you. Have a portrait to paint around with the group. I don't know. I, this is new to me. If you've done this before, please let me know how this thing goes. I'm supposed to sit up somewhere and paint, sip on some wine. I was in it because I, I saw the wine. I'm be honest with you all, and get my artwork on. I don't know how long this is. This is supposed to take. This is going to be interesting. But on Monday, I will bring the artwork on the show, and I will be graded for it. Um, <laughs> Kwame and the boys already discussed to bring this thing in so I could get graded on it and to show my brush skills. So I'm excited. You know, it's it's at the brush bar in Scottsdale um, in the middle of Old Town. But I'm excited for this thing. Um, not be, just because of the wine, of course. I know I made that statement. But I already see my skills, you know, under pressure, under a group, uh, under a group setting. And I heard this thing could get pretty messy. And I'm like, why or, or how, you know? I, I hope, you know, finger painting is not involved. I, I wish finger painting was um, because I'm, I'm not an artistic person. But I can't wait to see how this thing how this thing turns out. Pretty excited about it tonight. Before break, you know, we're discussing, I was discussing, um, you know, football coming up this weekend, some big-time games. Last night was a, such a disappointing game. I was such disappointed. I had so much praise about Ty Gurley. I'm excited he scores touchdown early in the game. I was texting Kurt, talking smack, like, here's your rookie of the year. I told you. And he was like, yeah, whatever. It's a lot of ball game left. And, you know, he was right in that standpoint. It was a ton of ball game left for Gurley to take over, but he just didn't. You know, he kind of got his touchdown and dabbed and just, you know, just went about the rest of his night. As if, you know, he wasn't even at work. Like, kid, you got 21 carries last night. <sighs> I, don't, I may be pushing him a little too hard. I've, you know, I have, I do forget that he's coming off an ACL injury that he suffered in college football for the Georgia Bulldogs last season. But you're my guy, girly. You, you're my rookie of the year guy. I want to be, be right in this standpoint. I mean, every time I turn on the TV, every, every game I watch with this guy, he looks, he, he looks great, you know. Coming off a torn ACL, I mean, the kid looks phenomenal. You know, he he's going to be a big-time running back in this NFL league, and especially um, with these kind of older running backs, are, you know, the time is starting to, you know, they're, they're kind of at the other ver- the, the other way of it, of their careers. And, you know, running backs, I guess, supposedly don't last that long in NFL, their NFL lives. But, you know, I think the Marshawn Lynch's, the, the AP, they're on that other side now. 
Adrian Peterson, maybe not. I mean, obviously he's leading the league in the NFL in rushing. Um, along with, you know, Doug Martin, and Doug Martin had a pretty good game last night, which he had touched the ball more, but they got back, they got down by so much that they had to put the ball in James, famous James' hands. But, you know, I think that running back position is, is you know, who, who's next? Who's, who is going to take over, you know, the NFL next? And for a kid to miss a couple of games in the beginning of the season and still have over 1,000 rushing yards in his rookie year, that's phenomenal. Congrats to Gurley on that, man. I mean, that, that's huge praise coming off a torn ACL, coming into the NFL to a whole nother league, getting over 1,000 yards in your first year and even play a whole season. Not even done yet, but didn't even play, you know, game one, two, or three. You know, you missed the first couple of weeks. In your first outing, you know, you you, you had a pretty uh, okay game just to get, you know, some life in. In your next outing, you're against the – Arizona Cardinals at earlier this season, and you put on a show. I mean, that just shows you how tough this kid is, how 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 great he can be. I think how great he will be for this for this league for this NFL. Um, but it was just such a disappointing game. I really don't want to talk about it too much. Some big games that's coming up this weekend. Making making some predictions go up and down the line tomorrow night, tomorrow evening which is rare for a Saturday night ball game because college football, you know, you got to show some type of football on a Saturday. You have the New York Jets going against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. And the Jets sitting right now in a playoff position, in a excuse me, in a wild card position for for the AFC at 8-5, and five, tied with Pittsburgh, who's sitting at the 7th seed, tied with Kansas City, who's at number 5. I think Kansas City, they're going to make the playoffs. I, I predicted that a couple of weeks ago when they had like a three-game win streak. Then I, looked at like, then I looked at the rest of their schedule, and I'm like, yeah, they have no business losing the rest of the way or not getting into the playoffs. And then I looked at the Jets' side. Um, you know, I'm just not too sold on the Jets. I love Todd Bowles and what he did, especially here in Arizona last season. But they have a tough road ahead of them. They have still two divisional games left. But the, the the great thing about it is, out of the, one of the two divisional games, they have a home game against the best team in the AFC, in which you know the Patriots, the Patriots, you know they go to the Meadowlands, they go to the New York Jets, and this could be a tough game for Brady on the road, and especially with all the injuries and the running back and picking up Monty. That, that's what the Patriots have come come down to. You, you you're playing. You had so many injuries at the point that you got to pick up Monty Ball off the free agent list, former first first round pick for the Broncos. But I remember earlier this season when they were all healthy, great weather. The game was in New England, and the Jets had this game. They they ended up losing by seven, but they had no business um, losing this game. In which you know, of course, the Patriots always found a way. This is during their undefeated run. But I remember the Jets being up that game. You know, they were up 20 to 16 in, you know, in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter. And then Brady made a drive, touchdown to Amadola, touchdown to Gronk. And the Jets just, you know, they just lost life after that. But they do get them next week. And I hope they are not in a rush. You do get about, like, what, eight days now in between after tomorrow night's game against the Cowboys, and then you got a home game against the Patriots and their injury-prone team, 
if the Jets can beat the Patriots next week, I know I'm jumping ahead. I think the Jets are in. Then you got a away game in Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo's. I think they ran out of juice. They ran out of gas this season. But you never know. You know, Rex Ryan is. You know, his team. He always has his team motivated, ready to play each and every game. So you never know how that would turn out. But they beat Dallas, in which I. Th- I don't know. I don't know who's gonna, who will win this game. Dallas has so much talent, and it's just you know you, every each and every game. This the Cowboys have so much talent that they are in each and every game, and surprisingly, they're still in the playoff hunt to win that division in the disappointing NFC East. I don't like talking about that 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 division. It's, it gets on my nerve, but that's NFC East football, especially when I was growing up with the Cowboys winning NFC East, going eight and eight time after time. That's what you're used to. You used to. I'm used to seeing, especially in the last couple, of, what last ten years out of that division. It always comes down to the last game to mess up that whole division. You know, to put that division on on, you know, guarantee. You never see two. You rarely see two teams out of that division in the NFC East. But this season, I, I have some some something that's telling me that they're all going to finish like tied. That they're all going to. Finish with the same record. I would love to see that and then get decided. Dallas goes down. They're done. Stick a fork in them. It's it's crazy that that they even still have a pulse on this season. (laughs) It's crazy to see that at 4-9. 4-9, and they still have a pulse. You beat them, they're done. Other games that's going on, especially let's jump over to the NFC East real quick. Bills and the Redskins, both teams 6-7. and seven. The Bills on the road. The Redskins are at home. This would be a tough game for Kirk Cousins, um, Sean Jackson, and, you know, this Redskins team. But whenever you got, you know, a guy with so much talent like Deshaun Jackson on your team, you know, who knows what could happen. You know, he's finally healthy. The, uh, Kirk Cousins is playing pretty good, pretty good football as of late. Kid has thrown over 3,300 yards. You remember that whole RG3 thing that was being talked about at the beginning of the season and this was his year? I have not heard a whisper from that camp about, you know, is is he even practicing still? I remember they said he was playing safety on the scout team. You have not heard a whisper, which is making me nervous because I feel like something dumb is about to happen. RG, and it's so disappointing to feel that way. But when you don't hear a whisper <laughs> from his camp or from, you know, how's RG3 doing in these last couple of weeks, I mean, it's great positive talk about them having a chance to make the playoffs, which is which is awesome, you know, for this team. Because over the past few years, it's just been disappointing story after, after story. But this year they found some fight in them to, to actually fight for a playoff spot, for a playoff, for one home game at least. Um, that's, that's exciting. They have the Bills, then they have the two great divisional um, matchups at the end of the season with the ending the season against the Eagles and the Cowboys. But they're both road games. This is the last home game of the season against the Buffalo Bills and the Washington Redskins. Kirk Cousins, you got some growing up to do. You got to go through some growing pains in these next three weeks. It starts with Buffalo. I think the Redskins will win this game at home. I think the Jets will win on the road. I think the Redskins will win at home. 
count, counting the Cowboys out for the year. Panthers and the Giants. This game will be played, of course, on Sunday, and Giants being at home. This would be an interesting game. This would really see what the Giants, you know, what, what are they really about. At the end of the year, we're going to see what they're really about at the end of the season. So many distractions. Jason Pierre-Paul with the hand injury, having the club, going clubbing every game. Then you have Eli Manning, his decision-making, inconsistent decision-making. Odell Beckham still dominating, maybe the best receiver in football. You know, he's putting up numbers as likes of Randy Moss did his first two seasons. When you're on that level, you know, statistically with Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, there's something special about you. Odell Beckham is, is I, I, I need to start giving this guy praise. You know, I, going into the year, it was, I was pretty nervous about him. Yeah, he, he had a great season last year as a rookie, but he was unheard of. You know, guys didn't really know about him. But at the same time, you know, he, he is not disappointed at all in, in, a, in a sophomore um, outing in the NFL. You know, I always, they always talk about the Madden jinx or the sophomore slump, second-year slump. Nothing has changed. He's, this guy has gotten even better. He has f- found some fight in him to keep him going each and every game. That's hard to do as a pro. Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show with Demry Lachey. We're going to take our last break. After the break, we're going to discuss more college, more NFL, and then some college football to be talked about as well. You listen to the Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and ray austin are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Dan Marie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in the Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. We're in our last segment on this beautiful Friday out here in the Valley. A lot of football this weekend. A lot of exciting football. Week 15 is coming down to the end. Some guys are playing to um, still survive. Still, Some guys are playing for a new contract to join another team next season. You know, some of these free agents that's coming up. They got, they got a lot to play for. 
Uh, one game, one one point last night, you know, in that basketball game. Did you guys see Kobe Bryant turn back the clock? In that moment, he caught Clint Capella sleeping, and you know, got him one. That was crazy. You know, Kobe even felt like, oh man, that I, I surprised myself. You dang on real. You surprised everyone. You surprised Clint Capella. But I, I forgot to talk about that play earlier. I mean, that that was that was great to see Kobe. You know, turn back the clock and get him one, and sneak him one, and. Get get a get a filthy dunk in there. That was exciting to see him get up one last time. You know, I hope Kobe really you know doesn't run with that saying, "Oh, oh I got I think I found my legs," in which I know he's not. But it was exciting to see you know that type of play from a great player like that. You know, everyone's discussing about you know the NBA All Star Weekend and if Kobe should be in or out. He's going to be voted in. This is his last go around. He might break the record of. NBA All-Star votes this this time around. Um, that's crazy. This guy in 20 NBA seasons, 20 seasons, he's going to be elected to his 18th. I'm, I'm calling it early. I'm saying it now. He's going to be elected to his 18th All-Star weekend, All-Star game. Out of 20 years, 18 of them. That's crazy. Two years, he was not an NBA All-Star. That's nuts. That you know, a lot of guys can't say that. A lot of, lot of, you know, a lot of people can't do that. I mean, even in any sport, to be elected as an all star from your fans, from coaches, and you know, voting you in or counting you in—that's eighteen years. That's nuts. Back to the NFL, some good time matchups. You know, we talked about the undefeated Panthers going into the New York Giants. This is going to be an exciting game. I can't wait to see this one. Um, I'm gonna tune in to this one. To see where Cam Newton and the boys at, you know, they they always have to find something to keep them, you know, uplifted and f- to fight for. They're going they're going into this game without Jonathan Stewart. Mike Tolbert will be the starting running back, so it's going to be a different different type of team uh, for the Panthers that we that we haven't seen this far this season um, with this thirteen and zero team, you know, going into the Giants. And we get to see where the Giants at. They have to fight for this playoff position. They have to fight for this playoff spot. They have the talent, I think. Just not consistent, just not a mature pro football team. They're just not mature at a lot of times, but they have the talent. They have Odell Beckham. They have Eli. They have a, a decent running game, Jennings. Pretty decent offensive line to keep you know Eli upright. Some young, athletic guys on that defensive side. They they have a young athletic bunch over there. You know they, they're exciting to see this team grow up and you know go through these growing pains on the defensive end. But you know they they have everything going into this game right now. You know the Panthers are about a four and a half point lead spread, Vegas spread. But the Giants they they have the talent. They should have they you know this was my team. I predicted them to win the division earlier in the season. Um, earlier on this show, before the season started, the Giants will win this division after Romo got hurt, of course. I predicted them to win outright. You know, after that first game, it was like, oh, man, you know, against the Cowboys, it was like, oh, Eli, you messed up, you know. You guys, you guys messed that one up. But you got a whole season left. Then Romo goes down. Then Victor Cruz, you know, being talked about coming back or not, and then he doesn't come back. 
and then you just keep shooting yourself in the foot week after week. When are you going to figure it out? This is a big weekend for the Giants to figure it out. They have no more chances after this. It's a huge weekend for the NFC East. Texans and the Colts. Um, Indianapolis is not going to win this game. I think Houston Texans will win this division for the first time in J.J. Watt's uh, career. Um, no, I think they, they they snuck one a couple years ago when uh, Peyton Manning got uh, was hurt when he was still with the Colts that last season before they got luck. But um, that that didn't count. You know, the Colts were they were just a, a team that went through so much during that time. Everyone got fired. Disappointing year. But it's a huge it's a huge game for the Texans, you know. Um you get to go on the road, you get to go into Indianapolis, you get to put them in the spot to send these guys home. You know, they've been beat up the last two weeks, like beat down. Texans, this is one of those games you gotta win. It's gonna be a close game, but once you win, you gotta make the Colts feel it. And I'm saying this against my team, but I'm a competitor. Uh, you know, the Colts do not deserve to win this division at all, especially with so much talent that they bought in and great coaching they have over there, great, you know, management. There's no excuse for them to be 6-7 and seven right now, but they are. And your quarterback, your starting quarterback being out, there's no excuse for Houston not to win this game. And I hope that, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't like to see my team go down, but it, when Houston wins this game, you know, they're going to – this is going to kickstart them going into the playoffs. This team has been through so much. You know, Brian Hoyer up and down, Ryan Mallett getting out of town, and now you got Yates and Clowney. You don't know. You know, he may be the biggest bust in the past, like, five years on the NFL um, draft-wise. So you, you, you never know. Chiefs and the Ravens. Are the, can the Chiefs still keep this win streak up? We'll see. I'll uh, I'll probably go with the Chiefs on the road. I mean, they're just rolling right now. They're an exciting group to see. I like watching Travis Kelsey play. Uh, Alex Smith has a ton of trust in him. That defense, I love watching that young defense run around, led by, you know, Eric Berry, Houston. Um, I love watching Marcus Peters play on that uh, on the outside at corner as a young rookie. He might be up for He might be defensive rookie of the year. Maybe. I'm, I may be forgetting about some other guys right now, but – I think he he's played every game. He started every game. You know, Ronald Darby, Randall for the Packers may have something to say. But Marcus Peters, you know, with the team winning the way that they were, the way that they are, you know, you got to throw him in discussion. Broncos, Steelers, I got Steelers win at home. I don't think Brock Wilder would get it done on the road. It will be two losses on the road. But he's going through his growing pains and getting ready for the playoffs. Cardinals, Eagles, um, Eagles, uh, uh, NFC East team. Here we go once again. I think they're gonna battle with the Birds. Uh, Cardinals are gonna win this game on the road. They're gonna find you know a way to get that defense uplifted. Tyron Matthew predicted he's gonna make some huge plays for that defensive end, for that defensive side. He may if he has a tremendous game this weekend, it'll solidify him being Player of the Year. Uh, the Lions and the Saints. Who cares? Saints probably win this game at home. Packers and the Raiders. The Raiders are going to lose this game, but it's going to be a close game. Because the Raiders, they, they know they're not going to make the playoffs this season, but they're going to fight each and every game. They're, going to, they're getting this team better prepared for next season. And that's exciting. Khalil Mack, if he played like he did last week, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a long, long Sunday for you. But I think the Packers will find a way. Some big games tonight in the NBA. 
Uh, some games is going to be on national television. Clippers, Spurs, that's going to be an exciting game. Can't wait to watch that. Pelicans, Suns, they need to stop putting the Suns on TV. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. We got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. It's Friday. Going to enjoy my paintbrush studio time tonight. Can't wait for it. Uh, we'll catch you Monday. This is Demry Lachey. I'm signing off. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in studio Monday talking more about football, basketball, you know, the whole deal, how we do this show, all of our opinions, how great they are. You listen to Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show, and we'll catch you Monday. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.